welcome to episode Nobody Likes You When You're 23 of Story Mode, a video game podcast brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and I'm joined tonight by the illustrious Keelan Simpson. Hey, Jesse. And the effervescent Simon Evans. You've called me effervescent before, I think. And it, it's a real roll of the dice. I have a lisp, and there's a good chance I'm going to car crash that word. <laughs> well, well done. I appreciate the effort. Thank you. That well, it's still I'm true, sweating. Simon. There's a, so. lo- there's a lot <laughs> of concentration. <laughs> How you guys doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, good. Good? Yeah. That's about as good as things can get right I now. Mean, good, yeah. is, good is great. <clears throat> a 2020 good. A 2020 good is a 2018 fantastic. It's true. Mm. Mm. The measurements are all off. Mm. Yeah, I mean, also, that's not accurate at all. Like, a 2020 good is a 2018 fucking atrocious. Oh, wait, no, you're right. It's, yeah. it's the other way around, isn't it? True. Mm, interesting. Interesting. But, hey, gaming's been good. Gaming has been good. Gaming, I mean, we're we, we, we eating this year. For most part, gaming has been pretty good this year. Some <laughs> stuff, trash. Let's not go into that right now. No, let's Let's talk that. about the Xbox showcase. That occurred last week. Uh, Microsoft came out and they decided to hey, hey, we're gonna discuss our new Series X games and some other Xbox One. Okay, this has driven me nuts all day, and I just need a vent already. They need to change the name of the new console. Mm. That's it. I'm done with it. I'm done. Why? You had your few months of fun because I keep getting confused. There's Xbox Series X, Xbox One X. You need to change the last word, not the third word, not the second word. Well, hopefully, Jesse, not going to be a problem anymore. They've stopped making Xbox One Xs. They've stopped production yeah, of those. That, wait, Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, they've stopped them already. Like, you yeah. expect them to stop eventually, obviously. Mm. What the hell? They've already stopped it, and that's blowing my mind. Mm. Yeah. Hell Very on. interesting strategy. Mm. Let's see how mm. I play that, Cotton. All right, so this is a follow-up to the last showcase, which was heavily criticized, criticized for a lack of gameplay. Um, which they've made up for, to their credit, in this new one. They showed off um, new games from nine of the 15 Xbox Game Studios, including five first-party games. The one that everyone was waiting for was Halo Infinite. We got some gameplay off it, and Mm. don't want to toot my own horn, but they did exactly what I said they should do. A slightly muted version, but I'm still giving myself full points for this. I said in a few episodes ago, if you don't believe me, go back and listen to them, and then listen to all of our episodes, because we, you know great and review them and subscribe and all that type of stuff flick i said they need to thank you it was very smooth then you start this trailer off with the like the load screen and then press start to play demo or play mm. game like make that really smooth i wish that they did that and then jumped into the menu screen and went to the next game and made it all seamless and like like you will when you get to play it because of how fast it is oh phil spencer give me a call i'll help you out with the next one go on milk um, spencer he is milky. So we got 11 Ooh. minutes of Halo. 11 minutes. Yeah. What did we think of Halo? Um, Keel, I'm going to just throw a lot of these at you because I know you'll play our expert. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the Halo guy. Yeah, yeah you could say guy. that. I guess so. More than, more than Simon and myself. Oh, I haven't played them. So I'm just going to judge them without context. Keelan, <laughs> what did we get here? Okay. You got a reboot. You got something that is not really a sequel to Halo 5 as such. The visual like language and the identity is, is so starkly different from Halo 5 and is much more in line with Halo Combat Evolved, the first Halo that came out mm-hmm. on the original Xbox. 
Um, we got gameplay. We got um, a quite chunk. a bit of it. In in, in fact, more more mm. gameplay in this one section than the entire Sony press conference, as far as straight up UI based gameplay. Which is not really saying much, to be entirely honest. Yeah, no, not, but, but. I mean, like, credit where it's true, they did get they got hammered for it last time. So I w- I'm glad they took it on board. They, like, hey, they made up we'll give it. you a lot, but did they give us much. They gave us some stuff, and they gave us what looks like a big red flag to me. They gave us this. Ooh. This was very divisive. This yeah. trailer was. Yeah. Social media was. Oh, it was device. a buzz. It was a buzz. You know what? A, a, a big problem with that is because there's a lack of context around what they showed. And additionally, mm. um, the screenshots that they chose were quite possibly oh. the worst screenshots I've seen so, for anything ever. Hold up. Is that Why? meme going around of that? What are the bad guys called? Orcs for, for all intents purposes? Brutes. Okay. Is the screenshot that's going around as a meme of the brute's face, was that released as a screenshot that wasn't just a grab by somebody watching it i believe so oh fuck me oh dear (laughs) what so guys now okay so most of the the controversy was around how halo uh infinite looked right the graphics you guys have seen all that you've seen the the furor over on uh twitter all of that kind of stuff okay cool one thing that we don't really acknowledge in that entire sequence is that this is a cross-gen game. It's meant to run oh. on a base Xbox One. I hate... I yeah. hate that so much. Yeah. They're, they're, Me too. I understand that to kind of... They've been saying they were going to do this, so they need to cater for all the systems. Fair enough, but you've also hamstrung your biggest... Yeah, your, your flagship like, launch exa- title. The thing that bugged me about this, now, we'll get into it a little bit more, but the thing that bugged me is the overall messaging and the placement of this game. They keep pushing that, okay, cool, PlayStation, Sony has a bunch of great first-party games. Brilliant. We're a more powerful console, though. The games will look best on our console. They need to then front this with a game that looks best on this console. I appreciate the art style of Halo. It's cool, and I kind of like how it's more simplistic. Mm. But to be building up, like, we have 400 fucking teraflops and we've got all sorts of magical wizardry that goes into this weird fridge box. <laughs> and then show this, it, it, you've set yourself up to fail because, of course, fans are going to backlash. Fans and people reacting to these things don't often think about the, you know, to the next layer of, like, okay, it's, it's a certain type of art style. They're going for this, they're going for that. It's you've built this up to be the most powerful gaming console in the world. And you're showing us a game that isn't running at full capacity, or even close to it. You're you're running a game that can run on a on an OG Xbox. Yeah, it felt weirdly placed. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I kind of I kind of they fell into their own trap of their own making, and it, it kind of sucks because this gameplay looked fun. Again, like I said, it I does. haven't played Halo before, but it looked fun. And this kind of goes into something that I think Halo as a whole, from an outsider's point of view, one of the reasons I've never gone to it is like. Xbox's, sorry, Microsoft's messaging with the game in conjunction with the console, the game itself has always felt like two different things at once. It feels like at times it takes itself very seriously. It's got a very serious score, which is stunning. Very serious storyline. Very serious fans at times. But, like, the characters and the art style aren't serious. You have those little, what are the little grunts called? Grunts. They're, just, they're all called grunts? 
Oh, wait, the, grunts the, and brutes. The, okay, gotcha. Yeah, the small ones are called grunts. These little grunts are running around like... Like, it feels really <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. And so does, so does a lot of the world design. Now, nothing wrong with that. And I'd be kind of cool if the whole game was marketed more like that, but it never was. It was taken really seriously, but the gameplay wasn't. Ah, it, Jesse, it I think... Uh, okay, look... I appreciate what you're saying, but you've never played the first three games to actually gauge the and that's tone. Why. So, that's why. That's why I've never played it. So I think you should actually get, play those games. You can gauge the tone of the games from there. It's a wild space opera, crazy, ridiculous, over-the-top thing with religious fanatics and uh, um, a zombie disease that takes over half the galaxy and planet-destroying weapons. It's stupid. Exactly. And it knows it. Very serious things. And then you have those little character name. <laughs> It's fucking weird. <laughs> so okay. like Ewoks and, and like, Star the thing, Wars. That, that is the reason I've never got into it. But it's talk- because it's so just separated from itself. Not a, it's, I mean, it's not a bad game. I understand why people love this franchise. So this is a criticism I've had the franchise as a whole. And why I understand that, you know, you played it from the start. You have a lot of good memories from it. So you're obviously going to go to the second and the third and go, go along with the sequels. But if they're trying to get new people into it, there is no consistency in the messaging of this game. Uh, but um, just, just as, honestly, as the man, game and no, no consistency with the game and the console. So much of that game, so much of of the first three Bungie developed Halo games, um, the tone is so tongue in cheek. It's amusing, um, and it knows it. It's a little bit ridiculous. There's lots of stupid one liners. It's an action movie. Action Don't movie always has it. a comic like- relief. That's Jesse. I'm literally saying that's what they did, and it looks like this is what they are trying to do now, moving backwards into the more Combat Evolve-esque Halo Infinite. Which I'm fine with. Like, I mean, the trailer itself had more funny moments. You have this pilot who's like, blah, 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 you're tall, blah, okay. blah. Okay, right. It was some comic relief there. It was fine. Just, just very quickly. Sorry, just, however, <laughs> the trailer starts with this whole, like, aluminium cannot save us all. Like, what was that <laughs> yeah. intro? It was so, again, separate from everything else. And Keelan, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Like, they're trying to go back to that. Like, the more... Not so much lighthearted, but you understand what I mean. Not taking mm-hmm. itself so seriously. Mm-hmm. But then the trailer was also split between this ultra serious start and this more fun gameplay. And like I said, the gameplay looks fun. I'm sold in this game. I'm actually quite keen on it. But it, I don't know. It feels like it's trying to be you, two things at once. You can still. be you can be funny. You can be lighthearted. You can be tongue in cheek and still have a solid emotional core. And the emotional core of like previous me. of previous Halo games have been the connection between the Master Chief and Cortana. And um, they kind of lost that along the way somewhere. They tried to hyper-focus on it on in Halo 5, I think. And I don't know. It, it got lost in translation between the two developers. So hopefully something like that is going to come out again. Can we just can we talk about the gameplay a little bit, about what we saw there? It looks fairly no. modern, but there's one thing that I'm really concerned about, like super concerned about. It looks okay, like, well. yeah. Sorry, Simon. Simon, yeah. Keelan, I got really heated. Sorry, Simon, <laughs> to your point. Um, right, yeah. So the point I was trying to make about five minutes ago, um, <laughs> the guy, the pilot. I have opinions. <laughs> Everyone must hear them. <laughs> That's why we do a podcast. Um, the the pilot at the beginning, what is his accent? Because he goes through about four different yeah. accents in about three <laughs> seconds, odd. and I don't quite know what he's, think he's aiming Smith for. Hey, South America, hey. maybe? Could be a space accent. Well, exactly. Right. Space accent. I'll give you that. Space is all sorts of space. Space, space accent. Nice. But also, why is Master Chief talking? Who? I know he, this isn't the first talk. time, but yeah, he does speak. Yeah, but why? He has tall man voice. Yeah, and he talks all the time. Very generic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it though because you just the last time I was 
very interested in Halo was, I think, Combat Evolved. I had a demo on the PC. It was great. Um, mm. Spent hours playing that. And, uh, you know, he was silent for quite a while. It was nice. Yeah. I think but she- some. He does mostly cheesy one-liners these days, like sending the Covenant back their bomb, like that kind of stupid thing. It's, mm. Whoa, it's holy brilliant. shit. It's Mr. Brilliant. Halo, Master Chief, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> we have a guest on the podcast, <laughs> Master <laughs> Chef himself. Um, all right, so we've kind of hammered the trailer a little bit while I have. Let's get into the good stuff, because the gunplay looks fun. I actually think the gunplay looks re- really, really solid. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the animations quite a lot. I like how yes. when a, a brute is running towards you, I'm learning, they're called brutes. Brute run towards you, you shoot them in the legs, they stumble. I like that type of stuff. And then and you shoot them in the head, cool. knock the armor off. That was quite good. Cool. Yeah, shoot the armor off, very much like Division. Um, drive the warthog around, cool. Um, it gives me th- flashbacks to Resistance. Because uh, you drive the little jeep around. No one's going to understand that unless people no. have played Resistance lately. <sighs> Um, Ugh, waste on you people. Yeah. Um, but then also, like one thing I thought was quite cool when when you are driving the warthog around and you like start getting close to one of the enemies, they go no 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 no, and then you run yeah, them I like over. That. I like that. And then their mates are like, oh shit, run <laughs> and start running the away. Enemy reactions, like the AI reactions to things, were quite cool. Like somebody's like yelling out, "Holy shit, a grenade!" <laughs> run. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's um, it's been something that's like sort of a. Um, a constant in the Halo series, the AI and the responsiveness of it. So you take out one of the like the leading troops, like you come up in a battle against a whole bunch of great grunts and a single elite commander. You take out the elite and the grunts suddenly lose all of their, their focus and they start running around or just shooting at you aimlessly or standing outside of cover. Like it's, it's really interesting how they mm. make that all work. Yeah, it was it was really good to see that, and the way the that all played out in the trailer, I thought was very cool. Mm. Felt very natural. How do we feel about the open world? Don't love it. No, nope. I no. didn't like it at first, but the more I thought about, it, I'm like, you know what? If it's if it's this sort of thing, like there's like big like checkpoints around and stuff like that, and maybe some places to take over, like like not settlements, but um. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say Someone's been playing Tsushima too I much to be, yeah, I want it to be Ghost of Tsushima, god damn it <laughs> I, I don't hate it The idea, but again, I haven't played the other one so. I don't love it um, It remains to be seen what it looks like At the end of the day, so you know I'll yeah. reserve judgement until then But Halo, I think I've mentioned to this, this to you before Halo is a really great example of um, Wide linear design Where it essentially gives you an encounter it says here's a a big arena with x amount of enemies in it they're doing this um they're not aware that you're there you're free to address this to tackle it however you want you use whatever tools are at your disposable to do it so then you go ahead you clear through that area however you want and the game sort of leads you through smaller corridors and back into big open environments again um, and it, it's it's huge and it like flows really well and I really miss that in games in general. So I was keen to see more of that, but you know, we'll see what the open world actually brings. We'll yeah, we'll see because I mean there is quite possibly I mean there is the potential for it to be one of those circumstances where it's presenting itself as open world, but it's a fake open world, right. and it is very much the wide corridor design that you're just talking about you know mm. oh yeah cool you've got three things to tackle tackle them however you want whatever blah 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 
And once you've done all three, hey, you want to go and do this now? Let's yeah. push you into that little yeah, corner. Mm. Yeah. So I, 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 think, I think that might be how it will play out. And that's what I'm I, I would like that idea, but judging from the map, I think it's, it's full open. <laughs> yeah. The map gave me um, gave me flashbacks. So to Assassin's when Creed When I saw Odyssey, it, I'm like, so. Keelan's not going to be happy about this. But Keelan, something else you weren't happy with at the end. Um, I'm going to guess, okay, I think I'm learning here. The guy at the end, one of the banished. Got no idea. I don't know, some big orc jerk off at the end. He needs a dentist. He's a brute. (laughs) Thank you. He's a brute, okay. He's a brute jerk off. He has this little speech to the camera and it closes off the trailer, the gameplay ends and everything like that. And before we get into how poor it looked, Mm. because it looked really poor. That looked rough, yeah. Was he oddly, like, poetic and positive towards you and he's telling you about your feelings and he's like set a fire in your heart spartan bear your fangs you can do it top dm you've got it girl like what was that about <laughs> yes, queen he was so positive and i liked him. i'm like yeah man i don't want to kill you though i want to be friends because you'll pump me up it's a real Thanos like vibe that i'm getting from him but it was, it was. I, I i got that as well yeah i'm glad i'm not the he, only one it's like he was trying to be Thanos, but he's just a really cheerful dude because he's like going on about how this will be my last battle and, you know, you've got this. You're the only one who can take me on. You fucking, you do it. Fuck hey. yeah, you do it. You've got this. It's like, hey, like, mum. What, what was this? What hey, mum, can, can, can we get Thanos? Oh, no, we've got Thanos at home. Thanos at home is just this guy. <laughs> Spot um, on, Simon. <laughs> now, he also looked like if he was the Thanos at home for the Thanos from the first time we saw Thanos. That was a walk and a lot of S's for me. He looked bad. He looked really fucking bad. It looked bad. terrible. It looked really mm. bad. To it be was f- just, he was unfinished. To be fair, Microsoft have sort of come out and said like, hey guys, this is not the final game. There's a lot of time left between now and release. So please be patient. No. But like really like this, 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 this is how you're going to open up your game showcase. That's how you well, that. close the first yeah. I get that the game itself is going to look better. That's fine. I mean, people are still having issues. I mean, there is pop-in that shouldn't be there in this trailer. Like, I don't know. The, the issue with the trailer, but the ending itself, they decided to have the camera focus on this dude. Mm-hmm. Now, if they couldn't get it right, just don't have that. Mm-hmm. Have Agreed. that voiceover still playing and then views of space. I mean, for fuck's sake, your game is called Infinite. I don't want to see a field. I want to see space. You so- know, something that's infinite. I, I want that sense of awe and wonder, not like, hey, look at this grassy field. So before we, you know, sort of stop yeah. talking about this, one of the things that I did want to point out is related to the infinite point that you were trying to make. Okay, number one, the draw distance is great and it looks pretty good. It pr- looks pretty expansive and impressive. It's literally a ring in space. So it'll, it looks like it and I can buy into that. Um, like I said earlier, this is a cross-gen game. So it should be running on a be able to run on a base Xbox One. Judging from 343 Industries' previous attempts, um, they're probably going to go for a 60 frame per second presentation like they did with Halo 5 on a base Xbox One, right? Mm. So I'm thinking that that is part of the reason that this game looks the way it does. The footage that we saw running at the showcase ran on a, a PC. It wasn't even Series X Why do they want it to run on, on, on the base Xbox? Um this is part of the the greater thing, the messaging that came across through this entire showcase. And I think, you know, maybe towards the end, we can speak about that a little bit more in depth, but it's to do with Game Pass, not to do with Xbox. 
Okay, we'll get to that. We'll save the Game Pass talk for the end mm. and we'll move on to the next game, which is State of Decay 3 from Undead Labs. So we see this woman, she's toasting some marshmallows over the, over the fireplace. Um, a wolf comes, she has the most terrifying, fucked up scream at that wolf, and the wolf runs away. And then she, you know, a day passes or whatever. She finds some blood, she follows the track. While well, the wolf's being eaten by something, whoa, this is crazy. A deer's eating the wolf. What sort of wacky world is this? A world full of zombies, that's the sort of wacky world you're in. Um, it looks like a good survival game. I haven't played, again, not the Xbox guy here. I haven't played the Sand Decay uh, 1 or 2. Guys, okay. So, this was this was bad. Um, State of G- yeah. Decay. State of Decay is a very very different game to what that trailer would have you think it is. Really? Okay. Yeah. What what is it? Because well, like this it, trailer had me intrigued. It is a survival game, uh, and it's about like community building and that sort of stuff. It's it's very basic. It's um, it's more like a Far Cry game Ooh. isn't it Ooh. Uh, sort of. Keelan, don't ruin this one <laughs> nah, not really it's it's a third person game um and yeah you, you can sort of traverse this big open world and then your job is to sort of gather other survivors and build a community and then like build the resources to build up your base and just keep people alive um you can play as any character in the, the oh. first two set of decay games oh shit yeah, 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 yeah they yeah, can yeah, die and yeah. all of that and I don't know, guys. Like, these games I mean, were okay. This is just an announcement. This is just an announcement. Yeah. This is just, like, the general flavor of the it's, game. It's, it's, um, <laughs> it didn't do much to sell the game for me. They should have shown something. You had crossbow on it. I love a good crossbow on a game. My, my notes are literally, screech and more screech. That's screech. That's yeah. Was terrifying. Saved by the bell screech was in this game. He needed to You know he became it a porn star. fucked up. He, he needs to pay. You know, um, no, you know he became a porn star and he's actually like super successful. Wait, what? Do you say he's doing porn? Yeah, it's screech from Saved do, by hey, the Bell. He can do both. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying he became a very successful adult film star. Good for him. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, give that a go. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have... <laughs> Forza Motorsport from Turn 10 Studios. Important to note, this is just Forza Motorsport, not Forza Motorsport 26 or 11 or 7 or whatever they're up to. No number. It's a soft reboot. Mm. Who knows? Now, we got no gameplay from this, as the game is still in early development, which surprises this shit out of me. I would assume that a Forza game would be a launch title, kind of like mm. how Gran Turismo is always a launch title with a new Sony console. So this surprised me. A lot, actually, and it kind of explains why they've been pushing... Um, uh, Dirt so much. So Dirt will be the launch race game. Just, okay, cool. Um, I'm very interested to see how far in development this is. Like, they really blatantly said early in development. But we got an in-engine in yep. trailer, which looks stunning. Uh, oh, 40K, so 60 frames per second, ray tracing, all that type of shit. This game is going to look gorgeous because Forza is always a game that pushes the graphical boundaries of a console. Um, I'm not not certain that it was running at 60, but yes. Well, Mm. they said, like, the game itself, when it launches, will run at 60. It it should, yeah. Should. Um, The trailer was Aside from the fact that... That was me. (laughs) Yeah. But aside from the fact it looks very pretty, I don't care. I'm I'm not one for your racing simulation games. Hmm. So you would say a racing game that you like is quite rare. Speaking of rare, Everwild from Rare, 
I haven't had a segue all episode. Hey. I had to force someone in. Everwild yeah. is a new game. I'm just going to say a new game because I have no idea what you do in this. You play as an eternal. You roam around a forest. There are some cool animals. There's a big lizard that throws up at the babies. Good for it. <laughs> yeah. um, you commune with nature. You bring a deer back to life. And from what I can tell, the game is just about fucking chilling with the lads. Here's my take. amongst the okay. trees. It's Princess Mononoke Simulator 2020. Oh my, oh my god. god. You I'll have just sold a trillion copies of that game, sir. Rare, <laughs> call up C- Keelan Simpson, hire him <laughs> for marketing. That's your tagline. I'm in. Um, um, the art style of this game is, I love it so yeah, much. Stunning. Um, it's really, stunning. It's really pretty. My, my notes are, because there's a lot of emphasis about the rhythm of the world, but yet. It doesn't seem like it's a rhythm-based game, which is a shame. <laughs> that would be fun if they put oh, in so much emphasis about rhythm. Of rhythm-based games. That would be Maybe, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, that, that would be very cool, especially if you're, like, trying to revive a deer and you have to do it in time. That would be cool, mm. I think. Like, you know, your button inputs would be, I was would be thrilled, uh, rhythm-based. I was thrilled to see something that wasn't about guns and cars. So oh, yeah. um, I'm very happy about it. It looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Don't know anything else um, about it. Just happy to see it. <laughs> I, I, I think my notes are, looks very cool. I like the druid shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's druid shit. Well, it's hopefully just druid shit. in the next showcase, they uh, you know tell us what we're doing and tell us why. Speaking of telling us why, tell me why is the next game we have from Don't Nod Studios. They're the studio behind Life is Strange. Yes, yeah, so that, that segue was strange as well. In this game, you play the narrative-driven game. You play as Tyler and Allison. Um, similar brother and sister who just do shit. I don't know what this game's about. I, All I know okay. is the game's gonna be exploring social issues because one of the character and one of the characters is trans, which is fantastic. So you're exploring different social issues. You've got like a supernatural link with your past, so you can relive or I guess view things that have already happened. Something about the mum dying or trying to Kill okay. The yeah. So I've got a cool. I, I, I've got a note of it as child abuse. The game. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Right. Ooh. So my takeaway from this is, um, so Alison and Tyler, yep. um, essentially what happened was the mum tried to attack Ty and whatever happened, she died however like, she died. That was a really fucked up scene. Yes. Like, the mum's chasing around the kid with a shotgun. Yes. And it's like, um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. So, um, and then after she dies, they get separated by social services or whatever, and then they finally meet up again years later now as adults. Um, and now they want to discover the the truth behind what happened with their mum, because it seems like, and this is what I'm assuming the implication is, is that she suddenly went insane and wanted to kill her son. It seemed like it was very much a random psychotic episode and they want to try and solve the mystery and the mystery um, of that will go over three chapters mm. the first releasing on august 27th so i guess for the xbox one or whatever the one they've got right now is called fucking hell work your shit out microsoft <laughs> and i assume that chapter two and three will come out more focused for the uh, series x um, so um yeah, part one uh, august 27th yeah, uh, another another couple of things that I noticed. Um, the character models look a bit weird. Not bad, just didn't a look bit weird. Crisp, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Tyler never calls their mum mum while he's an adult. Hmm. The dialogue, the only time he ever refers to her as a mum is when they're kids. 
And then when they when he's when they're grown up, he refers to her by her name, Marianne. Hey, if so, my mom chased me with a shotgun, she's not gonna be called mom. Well, exactly. But that's what I'm that's I what I'm saying. A, like, I have a I, line. that was that was a little detail that I noticed, which <laughs> I thought was crossed. very good. good. Good pick up. Uh, next up we've got Ori and the Will of the Wisp Xbox Series X update. Uh, this game from Moon, Moon Studios came out early this year, but now they're re-releasing it as a quote, very, very, very special version. Um, which will be coming to the Series X via smart delivery. This will be delivering 120 frames at full 4K HDR. Have you guys played Will of the Wisp? I have not played any either phenomenal it is one of the most gorgeous games i've played i fucking love it it's on game pass if you have game pass give yourself a favor give it a go i have heard nothing but excellent things and that's my notes on this as well is that i'm happy that this game is getting a bit bit more love thrown at it i'm gonna wait on this so i i got i didn't play the full game i got maybe 30 percent into it i've got that vibe to it um i'm gonna wait and come back and play this with this new special version um Mainly because the, they're saying they're doing some stuff to the audio, which I'm very intrigued by. Mm. Mm. Also, something that intrigued me is they said this new special, special, special version, or whatever they called it, um, will give players more options with how they play the game. Now, that just means like you can play the game, like within the game, you can do things differently. Or does this mean you can play the game like on different medium now? I wonder if it might just be like accessibility. Yeah, options. exactly. That'd be That's cool. That's what I think it is. Mm. That'd be fantastic. Um, uh, the, yeah, fuck. More cool. accessibility options is never a bad thing, ever. Absolutely. Next up, we have the game that confused the shit out of me last year because I kept calling it the Outer Worlds. I oh, said Outer Wild. See, I got confused already. <laughs> we have DLC for the Outer Worlds called Peril on Gorgon. Uh, this is from Obsidian and Private Division. Um, in this, you'll get to explore the Gorgon asteroid. Um, it has like a real pulpy noir vibe to it, which I like. Yes. Did you guys play Out of Worlds? Out of Worlds came out what last year. Yeah, did I it? did not. It was it was on my radar, but the reviews that I saw of oh, it and a lot of the things so I saw, much. it was yeah, it was very much like mm. a, it was good because like hey, <laughs> from the creators of Fallout New Vegas, here are all of Fallout New Vegas's flaws again. Mm. The dialogue in the game, really good. The character writing, really good. Yeah. It's the gameplay was... Bleh, whatever. Uh, I, I even think the yeah. gameplay was okay. Like, it was an improvement it over... Was fine, but... It, it, it's better yeah. than Fallout 4 in every single way, but... Most I just, things are in life. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> to be fair. But I just couldn't. I, like, I couldn't... I didn't feel yeah, it. I, couldn't get I just it. ran into Realize a wall with it, and it didn't... Yeah, it didn't give me a reason Avadi to Body is still my MVP. Um, oh, yeah. Now this Agreed. DLC She's will great. come with new weapons, new characters, new armors, new floors, new dialogue, new just new everything, and it is um, the first of at least two story-based DLCs coming out um, down the line. So keep an eye out for that one. Although, just actually very quickly before we move on to the next game, there was a particular scene in the trailer which made me think of Borderlands, um, where there's a bit of smoke mm. and some guy comes like charging through the smoke. Waving a hammer or whatever it is above oh, his head God, yeah. made, me made me think. Me hate, I'm also me getting those vibes. More. Yeah, nah, I'm out. I'm now, out. I I enjoy Borderlands Two. I think Borderlands Two was brilliant at the time that came out, and so I think games that want to copy that sort of just nonsense. All I'm, I'm saying here for is, it. 
I was a parent and my kids started making like Borderlands themed jokes, they would be grounded. Speaking of grounded, another game from Obsidian is Grounded. Um, that wasn't great. In Grounded, you basically, it's basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, I, you play yeah. some shrunk down people and you fight some bugs and you make some forts, Honey, I, I Shrunk the Kids, leaves. the game. Yeah, cool. very different from Obsidian. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, you lo- run around co-op or solo, you beat down bugs. I, I don't really know much more about this, but it's a survival game. Survival um, game. It is so yeah. an interesting thing I found about this game. So you fight spiders in it. A lot of people very um uh, arachnophobic. At the start of the game, it basically says, Are you arachnophobic? And if you are, there is a slider. You can make the spiders look and act less spidery. So you're less likely to react that's to it. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's pretty cool. Because cool, I, I mean, like I'm that. fine with spiders, I don't give a shit about them. No, um, me either. They so- have legs, I'm jealous of that. I, um, if you are, fuck it, you can still play it. I really enjoyed the sense of humor that they had in the trailer. They're like, yes. are you yeah. waiting for the biggest game of this year? Well, wait for it. Cyberpunk then. <laughs> yeah, that got a chuckle <laughs> out of me. It was so mid-2000s. <laughs> Oh, I found it real cringy. Now, nah, nah, uh, look, I think the voiceover um, was very similar to the epic voiceover guy who narrates all of the movies that will be coming out oh, sorry, this year. Just with that in mind, how good was it to hear world premiere? That's really I've made a note of that. Oh I've, I've made a note of that. Too. I fucking love that. I was like, ah, oh, I like the world, world premiere. premiere. I do like that. Um, but no, I like the epic voiceover sort of. It's silly, and I like it. And I, I know that you're not a big fan of it, Jess, because it's like, oh, it's so mid two thousands. But that's yeah, right. Everything about me is very mid two thousands. I don't. Know I, I peaked so in the mid two thousands, so you know what? I'll <laughs> take me, it. <laughs> I was. You know, that I makes was me. 10. It doesn't it get any better really than that. Like the the tone of the game. I don't know. I'm interested in what they have to offer, even though it is just yeah. another Unreal Engine four survival game. Like, I guess I'm the still plus side is it knew it was silly. It yes. knew it was yeah. very different. Yeah. Like, like it's almost like some some of the team of Obsidian got like a little bit bored, I guess, of the games they're making. Like, let's just make something dumb. Let's just do something different. I think let's I think that's mm. it. I think that's exactly it. I think that's exactly what's happened. They've just gone fuck it. I'm a bit bored. I'm going to knock around with this for a little bit. Hey, look, this should be funny. Hey, I'm Trev, Trev, come play team. this with me. <laughs> look, you got eaten by a spider. See ya. Runs away. You know, I'm hoping the team fun. at Obsidian have got a you know got that out of the system now because they're working on a new massive rpg that people have been waiting for Ooh, from obsidian boy. called avowed this looks like yeah. this looks like the new skyrim possibly, yeah. this I, is possibly. obsidian first skyrim person, yeah exactly yeah. first person game you have a weapon in one hand you're doing cool magic with the other hand like carving out shapes like goddamn <laughs> dr strange um yep yeah, so a magical rpg set in eora mm. eora eora Right, I've made a a note of this. The main word. I've made a note of it because um, in Final Fantasy XIV, the realm is called Eorzea. And so it's like, Eora, and I'm like, oh, fuck off. Now, this is a fantasy (laughs) world that has been setting for the Pillars of Eternity games. Yes. Um, Something very important to note here is a lot of the games said, you know, it'll be playable on the uh, series, sorry, the 1X and the Series X. Fuck. This game didn't. It just said mm. Series X. So I think this game is like three <coughs> four years Excuse away. Me. This, this Series X and PC. Thank you. Thank and you. PC. Oh, whatever. Okay. All these games can be played. Which is PC exactly how I'm going to play it. Okay. Fine. I, I, I bow down to you. Uh, okay. It. Jesse, take a snapshot of that, what you just said. Take it with us right. to the end of this conversation. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, an important thing is, how many fucking 
fucking games are Obsidian working on? This game could come right. out in a year, but they're working on everything else. Like, I get it. You, stop working on the Outer Wilds. Just make this a Vowed game. I want to play this Vowed game. Outer Worlds. Uh, Outer I want to play a Skyrim. Whatever. Fuck. I'm angry <laughs> and I'm whingy. I want to play Dude. a Skyrim game that fucking works. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. No, hang on. Wait, wait. If you want to play a Skyrim game that works, and I've got the greatest solution for you. Find a copy of the original version of Skyrim on PC and then mod it. There you go. It will work. Nah, I'm not doing all of that shit. I was going to play Oblivion. I really liked Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Um, you still, still need to mod though. it. Keelan, what, was that? what do you want to loop back to? Um, oh, no, we'll, we'll speak about it at the very end, oh, the end? of our, ah, of our overall chat today. Oh, mm. this is Big picture stuff. Big picture stuff. Next game up was As Dusk Falls from a new studio. Headed by a former lead at Quantic Dream Studios called Interior Slash Night. Love that name. Yeah, I do. Um, this is an it's interactive good. drama spanning multiple generations set in the rural southwest of America. Um, story seems to evolve uh, two families in connected, interconnected by a hostage situation. And it will explore how mistakes and choices can affect generations to come. Really cool art style. Very much a yeah, digital painting. Wonderful art style. Yeah. I really, really like that. Yeah. And I really attention. like the narrative look of this. Like, I yeah. think... It looks awesome. I, I kind of like when a, a studio kind of looks at like, okay, this is what games are. Fuck it, we're doing our thing. And that's yeah. this, this vibes. Mm-hmm. That, it's games of that sort of vibe. So it's like we're doing our thing here. If you like it, yeah. cool, well, jump on board. If not, whatever. It's not for you. I, I, I like it. Got my attention. There are, are those there characters are when, like. A, sorry, oh, Simon, sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I feel like there, there are a lot of the best games that we see, like a lot of the, the the fresh takes on gaming, stem from like a game studio. Clearly, are just having like a, a lunch chat, and someone goes, "Oh, so what's your favorite movie? Oh, it's this." Honey, I you know, that, the would, kids while that I would translate pretty well to a to a fun little game. Let's let's roll with that. You know, I just realized yet another game coming out next gen that involves like different time periods and like time manipulation to an extent well for for, i guess in the case of story so you've got as dusk falls the medium that game we spoke about about three minutes ago and i've completely forgotten its name tell Um, me why tell me why a bunch of games doing that cool Hmm. i'm up for that next up we have um, something that annoyed me senuous saga hellblade 2 from ninja theory um, they came out and there wasn't any gameplay. There wasn't anything really. It was just nah. them announcing the game will be set in Iceland. To be fair, I thought the first game was Nordic. Only halfway through, I just wasn't paying attention. It's actually Celtic. Um, Hellblade 2 was announced last December and we haven't really heard much since. But yes, they will be launching a docuseries, which has already begun. I believe the first episode is already available. Yes, um, This is so. regarding location scouting throughout Iceland and just the history of the area um, so you can understand the, the mythology that they'll explore within the game. Oh, I didn't like that. I, I, okay, I like that they're doing it. I'm going to watch a show of this because Iceland is one of the most beautiful places on Earth and this documentary already looks stunning. I will watch it. Mm. I just kind of wish that they didn't announce it here because I wanted mm. gameplay. I really want to see this game and this is... This is the sort of game that I thought would head up the showcase and be like, okay, Halo is a bit more, quote, basic in its design. So we're not going to show it up front, but we're going to be talking about how powerful our machine is. Here's Hellblade 2. This is how powerful our machine is. Look at this. Mm. With that in mind. It's a long way up this game. I... 
actually didn't even make a single note for this game. It was nothing. There was, I was about. just like, there's not even a point in me making a note. I haven't even put a section for it in my notes. I, just I have now. serious concerns about this game. Real serious concerns. Now, like I said before, I've only played half or so of the first one. I love it. I think it's a fascinating game. And it's fascinating for the things it does that aren't really in other games. Like it, the exploration of mental health and what it does with the binaural audio is stunning. How do you make that more mainstream? They are trying to push this as one of their big blockbuster games. And I think they're going to go for more of almost like a God of War style game, more actiony. That's not what the first one was, and I think that was the first one's biggest strength, that it was different. It had combat still, but who gives a shit about the combat in that game? The, the was combat was hell. easily was, the worst part of the first game. Oh, but and but everything else was like, oh shit, this is different. This is bold. I like this a lot, and I think they're going to try and go more to the combat stuff. That I don't. It, it worries me. I. I hope Ninja Theory keeps the sort of messaging that they they got from the first one, the story they wanted to tell from the first one, and just the vibe they, they had in the first one. But I think to make it have mainstream appeal, they've got to drop it. Look, Jesse, Ninja Theory has combat pedigree. Like, they've done lots of games with, like, fun combat. Um, did you guys ever play, um, what was it called? Uh, Heavenly Sword on PS3. Oh, my God. That I game was great. Do a whole- episode on heavenly sword that game is criminally <laughs> underrated okay yeah, it's so good i'm so glad you brought it up holy shit yeah back absolutely that was that was an awesome game and i believe that um ninja theory remember, sorry, have just, it in them to create another fantastic game like that i remember hellblade came out at peak when i was reading all the PlayStation magazines that came out the opsm um magazines that were coming out and they had a big breakdown of it. And I remember the, the cell process that the PS3 had, had like 11 different components. And um, I forget the character from he- Heavenly Sword's uh, name, but her hair took up one whole section of the cell processor. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And it didn't even look that good. Um, <laughs> great game. But I mean, like you said, they're gonna, they've got a great uh, combat pedigree behind them, which is, which is cool. But that just means that Hellblade 2 is probably going to face a little bit more on combat than the first one did. And that's where I think it, it's going to fall apart for me personally. Again, I'm going to wait and see, but I have... I think you should. Um, I think you should wait and see. Yeah. But also, I have. I do have concerns about it. Um, that a game like this might get blown out of proportion by the publisher putting, putting it into the spotlight, mm-hmm. a la No Man's Sky. I think... I think that's that's a genuine risk with any any game of this sort of nature. Oh, um, sorry, but like the difference between No Man's Sky is that that was an independent game studio with no. Oh, real, oh no no no! no I, 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 yeah, 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 I get what you're trying to say, Simon. Like, but yeah, I mean, like, because this this could very easily just be like, ah, this is like Ninja Theory's cool little thing that they do on the side every once in a while. They go to this franchise that they've got, mm. and it's really cool, and it's got this cool messaging and stuff. But you know, the, oh, it's a, a bit of a cult classic. It's it's when the game has to bend towards the messaging rather than the messaging bending towards what the game is. So it's like, they've said, this game will be this. And the game's like, oh shit, we need to get there now, rather than yeah. the game being in a certain pl- yeah, point. Fair. And the message being, hey, we're already here. The game could be good. The game could be bad. Game could be fine. Game could be double fine. Segway. Psychonauts Ooh. 2. Okay. Double fine studios coming out. Featuring Simon Evans himself. Simon yes. Jack Black <laughs> Evans himself. 
<laughs> right. So it opens up with Double Fine, and then it's and then it just cuts to Jack Black, and I'm like, oh, is this Brutal Legend 2? Oh, is brutal this Legend Brutal Legend 2? <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, it's even better. It's Psychonauts 2. Fuck. Um, and then, then, okay, well, oh. it sounds like you've played Psychonauts 1. I have admittedly not actually played it, but I have watched, I think, four different playthroughs. Holy shit. Well, yeah. I mean, Psychonauts is one of those games I've always known it had such a, like a, a storied history behind it. People love this game. But in doing more research for the podcast, I saw some of it, like, its review scores on Steam are like 100%. Yeah. This game is mm-hmm. loved. It looks like a yeah. Beatles cover art come to life. It is. This is a game that I think <laughs> if you're, if you live in a country or state that it allows you to smoke some of the cheeky herb do that legally wink while you play the game wink. this this like psychonauts is the i think almost perfect example of a cult classic game like yeah it's so unique and it's just it's like incredible so jack black in this trailer he, in the game oh. he'll, he'll be playing the moat of light uh, but in the trailer he sings the I guess the song for the game. It's yeah. fucking cool. Which side note, that was ace. I really that was enjoyed a really cool song. To song. That's what Quell was doing. Even though I was skipping through stuff to make my notes, um not when I watched it the first time, obviously the first time I just sat and watched it, and then I was skipping through stuff to make my notes. I did not skip through this song. It was fucking cool. I just it's, sat there and listened to this song because I mean gameplay wise, it is just a it is a platformer living out like an acid trip, but like a good one. Essentially, yes. I was cool. so hopeful. I was so hopeful that it would be a Series X exclusive, some, something that could really take advantage of those SSD speeds to give you like teleportation to different worlds and like switching be between very planes of reality and all that kind of crap. But no, apparently it's multi-platform. That's fine. It still looks like fun. It still looks fantastic. Mm. It'll be good. Oh, um, yeah. Another game that will be multi-platform is Destiny 2 Beyond Light uh, Destiny from from Bungie Um, as we said at the top of the show Bungie used to make Halo they jumped to Destiny and they made some of the best shooting mechanics I've ever experienced in a game so Destiny 2 will be coming to Xbox Games Pass in September with all standard edition, edition versions of every Destiny 2 expansion so far and then in November the Beyond Light update will jump over to Game Pass as well with Series X owners getting a four, the game in 4K uh, with 60 frames per second. So I think that as good as confirms that November is the launch month for the new console. I think mm. we're all kind of comfortable saying that. Mm. Um, also, the game will be available on, to play on mobile for Game Pass Ultimate subscribers for yeah. people living in countries that could do that. Not Australia. Our internet nope. is garbage. Well, actually, no, you say that, but Australia's mobile internet is like the fourth best in the world. For real? Yeah. Yeah, I looked it up the other day at work. Mine is <laughs> I mean, if you're Aww. with Telstra or Optus, then no, it won't be. You might as well be living in Azerbaijan. Um, <laughs> I apologise to any of our Azerbaijanian <laughs> listeners. That was a really specific and targeted look at that. That was a burn on them directly. I'm going to have to look them up because <laughs> I can. I'm going to send them a letter. I'd be like, I'm sorry, this fucking human pine kernel kind of on the show has hey, to insult you directly. <laughs> There it is. There it is. I was waiting for that. (laughs) Next up, we had Stalker 2, or S-T-A-L-K-E-R 2. Does anyone know what it stands for? I couldn't give two shits. No. Some tourists are likely... Killers. Killers. (laughs) Everyone run. (laughs) 2. 
Um, the original game was a PC exclusive, um, with a sequel making its console debut. It is a first-person survival shooter. It looks very much like Metro, but you know what I got most from this trailer? Because the trailer's like, eh, yeah, sure, whatever. It reminded me of a game that I haven't heard of in months. Where? Hello, gaming world as a whole. Where the fuck is Atomic Hearts? I oh, forgot yeah. about Atomic Hearts, and now I remember it because of Stalker 2. Thanks, Stalker 2. That, you, you're done here. Atomic Hearts, I want this game more than Stalker 2. Okay, so on something that you said earlier, uh, no, it doesn't look like Metro. Metro looks like Stalker. Stalker came out first on PC, and a lot of the people who worked on Stalker went on to form 4A Games, um, who developed the Metro games. So uh, it's sense. similar, very, yeah, very similar, similar um, bloodline, I guess. Have you played these? Uh, no, I have not played the Stalker games. I have played some of the Metro games, but Stalker is much Metro. more survival-oriented. So um, I really, I love the atmosphere that's portrayed in this trailer. It looks awesome. I am so keen to see what they do. Love a good survival game. Part of me agrees with you on, in terms of the atmosphere, like the thunderstorms and the atmosphere, like in and of itself. But I also felt like that was entirely broken by ooh, floaty rock in the middle of a playground. Oh, the gravity and then, jellyfish. Like, and then five minutes later, oh, another floaty rock. <laughs> I love it's it. a, it's a nuclear disaster zone. There's going to be some weird stuff there. Do you see the Chernobyl? Um, uh, the floaty rocks in Chernobyl. Teams, the floating rocks and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, because that's what it's well known for. Uh, yeah, floating rocks. <laughs> that's the only thing we know for Chernobyl about. Has the floating rocks. And then Nothing also, another thing in my notes is that was a weird baby. That was a very weird test tube baby. Yeah. Ugh. That was that, that was strange. Yeah. What with all these games having like weird Krang looking motherfuckers? <laughs> there was that other game for um coming up for the PS5. It had uh, a scare. It started with S. Scar. I know which one you're on about. I don't remember anyone's from that one. Scorn. Scorn. It had this it. little like meh, meh thing in the fucking metal cage, and I hated it. It looked gooey, wet, fucking frog baby bullshit. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, we've got Warhammer 40k Dark Tide as well. This is coming out from Fat Shark Studios. They're the ones behind the Vermintide um, mm. expansion to War, Warhammer 40k. Uh, it's a four-player co-op game set on Terratium. Terratium? Terratium? Terrarium. Mm. Uh, it's a co-op horde shooter game coming out in 2021. Cool. What is Warhammer? I thought it was the game that you paint the figures with. It is. Yeah. Heck, it's no. a universe, man. This is it's wild. a huge universe. Okay, it's so it's kind of like in the same way that you can play Monopoly at a board game store, and you can also play Monopoly on the PlayStation. No. It's exactly the same as that, isn't it? No, no, no. This is um, Left for Dead 40k. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So basically, the the Warhammer 40k universe is massive. Like it's, but if you think about the Elder Scrolls as a universe. Right, in terms of how intricate that is and how technically the games that you play deal with a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the actual stuff that goes on in those in that universe. Similar sort of concept uh, so far as the 40k universe is concerned. There are multiple factions, like a whole bunch of religions, various religious extremists and zealots and all sorts of uh, not very nice people, and there's you know spacefaring and also non-spacefaring and blah 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 blah. It's a massive, massive universe where if you can think about it in a sort of sci-fi way, it can go in there. It's a, that's it. 
It's that flexible. And they have a massive, massive universe like that, and they've decided to come up with a co-op horde game. Good for them. We also <laughs> have Tetris Effect Connected coming oh out. Oh, my this God. The trailer for Tetris this Effect was the ad. Yeah, the ad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Tetris Effect Connected is an enhanced version with of Tetris Effect with new co-op and competitive multiplayer modes playable both online and locally. Now, Tetris Effect came out on the PlayStation last year and it is phenomenal. Holy shit. Mm. It is one of the coolest games I have played in a very, very long time because I was playing in VR. It's crazy. Um, now, <laughs> if, like we kind if, of alluded to, the trailer world felt like an ad. It felt like an yeah. ad for like a bank. And yes. it had like all the people like playing the game. None of those people were playing the game. None of them no. were. They were looking up Screech on Pornhub. They were uh, none of them were playing Tetris. <laughs> I can guarantee it. I feel like me at holiday twenty twenty. It was well presented. I like the concept nice. behind it. But yeah, it seemed a little yeah. bit uh, corporate kind of. Thing. It it felt very corporate. Yeah, yeah. it and felt also, corporate, but it was like the feel good corporate. Which I can I can whatever. I mean, you gotta um, get corporate stuff. Yeah. If you didn't get corporate stuff, I'd rather it be this. Also, look, let's be honest, this game is the reason why you want to spend however fucking much the Xbox is going to cost, right? That's what you want to, that's what you're spending your money for, is to play Tetris at no. 4K at yes. 60 frames per second. I thought that's you were why. taking, the, I, th- I, don't, I still don't know if you're taking the piss or not, but if you are. I am I'll, 100% taking the piss. How? This game is <laughs> is fucking great. No, I, I am going to argue this, you fucking pine cone. I'm doing it twice, Okay. <laughs> You're a Nintendo oh, fan. You like bit. Nintendo games are, are quite basic, and that's where their charm is. Tetris is a game that has lasted generations, short generations, I guess. I guess people die young, whatever. Um, <laughs> and Tetris Effect is a perfect evolution of that game. Just because it has a simple premise does not make it a bad game. It no, has literally I'm, I'm not the perfect no. gameplay loop. Literally, yeah, shut him down. Shut him down, yeah. Keelan. Shut him no, down. Sorry. You're nothing. I'm not denying are, that uh, Tetris is a very good game. Okay, I'm not denying that. Gunk. I was just making, I was just making. It, right, we'll get back to that segue no. of yours in a second. <laughs> no. I'm not just defending the myself. Gunk from SteamWorld, oh, the 3D action adventure game set in <laughs> space, I guess. Um, in this, you jump around, you solve puzzles, and you use your weird vacuum glove to suck up the aforementioned gunk. <laughs> cool. I hate the um, name of this game, Gunk. Yeah, terrible it's name. Terrible cool name. concept. Gunk. Terrible name. Great concept. Um, like, I mean, basic it, concept. You go around sucking up goo. Great. Gunk. Um, the concept actually Christ. makes me think of Metroid Prime, um, oh. because uh, in Metro in the Metroid Prime trilogy, there is a substance known as Phazon, which basically goes around infecting all of these planets. It's like a really bad sort of. Essentially, it's like planet AIDS. Um, but for lack of a better term. Um, but, but yeah, it just. How, what do you mean, lack of a better term? There are so many better terms. Yeah, but <laughs> my, brain couldn't, my brain couldn't think of a better term. <laughs> Therefore, it's a lack of a better term. All right. Um, anyway, it makes, me, it makes me think of Metroid Prime because. Um, oh, you've got a thing on your, on your arm, and also you want to get rid of all this gooey, bad stuff. That was it. And I was like, okay, that makes me think of Metroid. It reminds Great me up. of vacuuming. Next up, we've got um, the medium from Baluba Team. Um, in this one, you play the psychic medium. This game has—we've seen a few trailers for the medium. Um, the cool thing about it is it's set across two simultaneous realities that you can switch between at certain points, kind of like one of the last missions in Part of Four Two. Um, and I think there's a mission in Dishonored that does it. There's a bunch of games that do it nowadays. I'm a big fan of kind of that split reality gameplay. I think it's pretty cool. Um, the two worlds rendered simultaneously. 
Mm. It's, it's a lot more my... thorough than those other those other games you mentioned. Oh, yeah. Like the full game? completely yeah, yeah, different yeah. worlds you can access at any time, it looks like. Um, one thing that I've made a note of about the, the trailer, it opens up with a moth that just straight up fucking kills itself. <laughs> what a dickhead. That is this one moth, like, suicidal fucking moth. Fly through and blows up. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Shit? <laughs> Me the moth. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> I think the first, like, first time playing this game, when you switch between realities and an, a villain or a bad guy or whatever is in both, I will fucking scream. <laughs> Next I, up. Sorry, go on. Uh, I was just going to say, um, I like the concept of the two worlds, but it all comes down to the execution. Oh, yeah. Like, if this doesn't pull it off perfectly, it's not going to be as enjoyable as it could be. Agreed. Next up is a game that I know nothing about. Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis from Sega. Mm. Coming in 2021. Initial- That's my note. The initial, the initial fucking camera angle, like where it's going over the sea and there's all these rocks. I was like, is this another fucking Sonic game? What? I, got really I thought it was going to be. I thought that yeah, too. Like, I mean, we're yeah, getting a Sonic. We like, know we're getting a Sonic game soon. Of course, a hundred percent, we're getting a Sonic game. But I'm all here for it. Also, Sonic movie two got um, greenlit. Confirmed. Yeah, the first movie. It's pretty fucking fun. I'm, 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 I'm keen for seen it. it. I still haven't seen it. I need to watch it. Anyway. Simon, give us a, like, a short recap. What is Fantasy Star Online 2? Why should I care about this little boy in a sword? Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 is a huge MMO RPG. You know how I go on about Final Fantasy 14 quite a lot? Fantasy Star Online predates Final Fantasy uh, by quite a bit. Um, Fantasy Star Online has been around for a while now. And they're just getting around to number two. Uh, no, Nothing no, because two's been out for, I want to say, ten years. Um, but this looks like it's going to be a massive, massive overhaul, big engine update um, in order for it to run really nicely on the Series X. Uh, my personal notes is that I'm happy that the Xbox is getting an MMO because... The PlayStation has one, and so I say it's only fair. Only fair? Xbox. Mm. Xbox gets one. So I think it'll be good. I think it's something to... If you're a fan of MMORPGs, definitely keep an eye out on it. Um, but if you're not, then, you know, don't don't stress. Uh, next up, we've got Crossfire X from Smilegate Entertainment. Crossfire X was previously a PC-only series, um, which has a single... Uh, sorry, has a multiplayer mode that's been out for a minute. This will be its single-player mode, and this is being developed by Remedy Studios. Um, mm. Pop quiz for you two. What game has Remedy Studios worked on? Hmm. I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm not Max saying Payne? Yep, what else? One point. Alan Wake. There's a two. There's a two. Also Control, one of the greatest games ever made. Uh, <laughs> I, said it, I said it. Yes, I did it. You got to mention Final Fantasy gonna 14. Give it to you. I'm going to revel in this moment. Control. Control. Sorry. I wasn't going to give it to you, but X is going to give it to gonna you. Give it he's going to give it to you. Okay, we're going to get to that in the I have thoughts on the song using this because <laughs> fuck, fuck a duck. Um, so Crossfire X is a, a first-person shooter with some sort of mystery behind it. Cool, that's the extent of the storyline. Great. Now... The story, sorry, the music in this trailer was a slowed down version of X Gone Give It To You by DMX. It sounded very. Why? Yeah. <laughs> sounded Hell very yeah. somber, didn't it? Like, 
Can you imagine calling up a musician, like a session musician, saying, hey, we need um, you to record uh, a song for a game. Um, you know DMX? Yeah, slow that shit down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we just, hey guys, we said a classical version of Fuck the Pain Away, please. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's very clear that they saw the trailer for God 4 and were like, hmm, that is completely tonally incorrect. I know exactly what to do. It's like, you mean Slow God for down, X, go and give it to you. <laughs> Godfall, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, um, the first time I watched it, I didn't quite get it until the end. And you hear this, like, you know, like, ethereal voice say, X, go and give it to you. And I'm like, oh, surely not. But then the next game sort of took my attention away. And I've watched the whole showcase subsequent times. And. Yep. Whoa. Just straight up. <laughs> Whoa. Um, with with Crossfire X, um, I don't know anything about it, but to me, it just looks like a generic shooter. I mean, Crossfire X is like the most. Crossfire X sounds like a protein powder. It does, doesn't it? Mm. Or like Get some stupid Crossfire X. Or like some weird like fucking update that you'd have to do to your graphics card. And Holy shit! Yeah, it does. Like, a, <laughs> but like a real <laughs> shitty one. Yeah. Nvidia Crossfire X Take your game into the next level Actually AMD Um, did have technology called Crossfire And I'm pretty sure there was an X involved there somewhere It was a literal thing That's using two GPUs at once Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Damn it Um, Also, right In in the trailer It's like shit (laughs) In in the trailer The the voiceover at one point From the start of the episode I've changed my mind (laughs) Um, Like the in the trailer, it's like the entire world will burn all because of him, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, at this point, I'm on his side. Yeah, I'm Take here that. for it. Let's I mean, it. If, if, you know what? I agree with you. If you're to play a slow version of DMX, fuck the world. <laughs> I don't care what you grant. Fuck it all. And then last look, up, we had the big reveal. Sorry, Gilt. just just to go back again. Look, Remedy does good stuff, so I'm sure that this single-player hey. campaign is going to be enjoyable. They do great stuff, mm. if you ask me. They do yeah. some of the best stuff that's come in the last few years, if you ask mm. me. Let's, Sorry, let's try and all. remain positive about this before we judge it. Let's, yes, let's try, let, try and um, stay in control <laughs> of our feelings. Anyway. Last up, we had a big reveal. This is a game that people have been thinking is in... We knew it was going to come out eventually, but holy shit, it's coming out. Fable. Fable got announced officially. Um, being made by Forza Horizon developer Playground Games. Yeah, a complete reboot, a new beginning for the franchise. Um, I don't know much about Fable, to be honest. All I know, it's another game well, that has a uh, just massive fan base where people really want this mm-hmm. game. But Sorry. the trailer was dark. You had this fairy getting by trailer, a frog. The trailer like, was quite funny. It wasn't as funny as you guys thought because that didn't feel very lighthearted. Uh, no, I think I think the um, I think the trailer was quite on point for yeah. Fable as a franchise. This on. this fairy is lovely. She just sung DMX to me, and then you get eaten by a frog. And there's no there's no like subsequent joke after that. It was just like, hey, look at this like beautiful innocence. Oh, a frog got her. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been done. so well, that's the thing, right? Okay, Fable is not inherently serious, but it's also not inherently funny. Mm. It is whatever you make of it. So mm. all of the comedic moments, all of the funny lines are essentially, they're there, but you have to go and find them and prompt that in order for it to happen. Mm. Um, I don't know how I feel about the fact that it's not being done by Lionhead Studios. I miss Lionhead. They did Fable. They did Black and White. Um, so I don't know how well it's going to be handled. 
I'm, I'm keen to see it. Like, I, I genuinely got really, really high hopes about this. At the very yeah. least, with Playground Games behind it, we know it's going to be gorgeous. It's going to work oh, yes. oh, absolutely. It's going to be That's the thing. It's going to be... It's going to be a fun open world game. I I already know that. I'll enjoy it for what it is. Um, if they can co- continue to sort of capture the like the tone and the spirit of Fable, that's all they need to do. Yeah. I'd be happy with a, a playground games open world set in the Fable universe universe in Albion. My only other request is that out of all of the other British voice actors that have done work on Fable, don't worry about half of them. In fact, don't worry about the majority of them. The only one I want to reappear is John Cleese. Oh, shit. John Cleese in the game? I'm in. He's in, I think, two of the three Fable games? I I, I don't want to curse him, but just record soon, please. (laughs) Yeah. He always trends on Twitter. John Cleese and Danny DeVito, they, they trend on Twitter every now and then. And I have a goddamn heart attack worrying that they've had a goddamn heart attack. (laughs) <laughs> these are angels and we need to protect them okay we need to protect our funny people anyway um, yeah, I want I want John Cleese to come back and add this, his this vocal talent this may be extra cynical of me I know me cynical it's weird the fable announcement really cool but it did remind me of something else remember I think it was it was last year when Bethesda was getting hammered because of Fallout 76 or whatever the fuck it was called that trash fire of a game and they're like, we're going to announce the new Elder Scrolls and we're going to announce Starfield and have a really brief little trailer so that people know that there is something better coming. I have this vibe towards this that Microsoft did it. Microsoft knew there was going to be a bit of a... Ha- Microsoft has been getting hammered lately because their messaging is just not connecting with fans how they wanted it to. And we'll get into that more in a moment. This felt like a, hey, almost like, look at that. Distract either distraction for you. Stop hitting us with stuff. Which a lot of it is unfair, but that's what it felt like to me. Because Fable is not coming out for a long time. This game is no. a very far way off. It'll be a while. And it just yeah. felt like a here's a goal we're gonna hit. Here's something the distance for you to pay attention to. And if you look at well, we are doing stuff that, you know, we don't want to be hammered for every time. I don't know. Had that vibe to it, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. That's the general vibe I got. But that's a wrap-up of the games we got. But a big underlying factor with all these games is is Game Pass. So all games unveiled will be available on Game Pass, which is a phenomenal deal. It is one of the Mm. best value packages in gaming history. I got onto Game Pass like two years ago because they had a big announcement at E3. I was like, hey, this month will be a dollar. I'm like, I have a dollar. I'm pretty rich. I'll get it. And since then, I'll pay for it every month, and I play a bunch of games in it because it is such a robust library. It's basically Netflix for games, and you get new release stuff. It's really cool. Like I said before, I played Ori and the Will of the Wisp earlier this year when it came out. Um, and with the Series X, there'll be 100 games available that have been optimized for, I believe, could be wrong here, um, at launch. Keelan, I know you have thoughts on this. So this trailer, this whole uh, showcase, it wasn't an Xbox Series X showcase. It was a Game Pass showcase. That's the new product and the box, the box is secondary. The actual console is not the focus anymore. Even though, you know, they have put a lot of time and effort and energy into it and money, of course. Um, What they are selling now is Game Pass and they started to hint towards like, hey, you can play these things on your phone now. 
just hook your controller up. Mm-hmm. You can stream it straight to your phone. That's going to be where they head in the future. That's that's their vision of console gaming moving forward, where Sony is much more like a, a traditional path. Um, all three companies are going off in like this these weird directions, yeah, I think- and I love it. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I want to see what happens. I, I like each, that. Each trajectory has their own issues, but what I really like about it, and this is something that people are going to have to accept soon, but I'm seeing the, the conversation move towards here. I hate the whole like console war bullshit because f- fuck it. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> fuck off with that shit. We're dude. all winners oh, in this you, war. You, got, so. you guys are lucky that you're not on Twitter often because seeing like Sony fans and Xbox fans like buddy heads over the most minute stuff is just arsenal and admittedly a lot of nintendo fans hey. are in the corner sucking their thumbs <laughs> right hang on, hang on. just very quickly um talking about console wars and the most asinine arguments i remember having an argument with someone about whether or not the dreamcast would be any good when i was a kid were you saying so that it would or it wouldn't i said it was gonna suck so you were wrong yeah <laughs> holy shit was i though i wouldn't know i i, I wouldn't have had that opinion on a recorded show <laughs> dreamcast is rad man that little screen on the controller fucking bonkers dreamcast okay, the, the wii had, u is like the hang wii on, u uh, the wii u sorry sir oh, what I'm was not, that screen about the con- this isn't a cash converter sir please take your wii u home okay <laughs> oh i'm sorry the the screen the controller why, was rad was it wow wii u? Rad. okay for people at home Simon is, is waving around a Wii U controller. I am indeed waving around my gamepad. <laughs> Why is it next to you? What year because is it in Perth? It's rare, Jesse. Because my Wii U is also sat next to me. It's one of the three that was sold in Australia, so of course he's proud of it. Actually, no, that's not true. This one came over with me from the UK. <laughs> careful, careful. Don't drop it, okay? That thing is worth at least $15. <laughs> Fifteen dollars and forty-five cents. I'll have you know, Mister Monroe. <laughs> it's the UK version. That has more yeah, exactly. This is limited it. edition. <laughs> I like yeah, it. I, I, I like how the yeah the console war is was never a thing, but I think people need to shut up about it because, like you said, all companies are doing different things now, and respect mm. the hell out of it. Do I? I don't like the like the Microsoft um, path isn't for me. But I completely appreciate it for for other people. I I, I like my you know first party kind of narrative driven adventure game. So I'm going to see with Sony. Um, but um, I get it. I think it's cool. L- literally everyone is going to benefit from this because Sony will see it at some point and go like, hey, maybe we should have something like that too, or maybe we can go off in this other direction that's new and inventive and it's going to allow yeah. more people to get into games. Like, there's nothing bad about this whatsoever. Let's just get weird nah. with games from now on. You know what I mean? Sony did it with their what? console, like what the how it looks. Let's just go in that direction more. Let's just do fucking weird shit. Mm. Well, okay, but Hell's do you remember yeah. the, the the PS3 and the Xbox 360 era? I still sort of refer to it as like the adolescence of gaming because everything was edgy and everything was guns and explosions mm. and nah, nah, nah. gritty and, and grey and brown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like PS4 and um, Xbox One sort of went, okay, all right, yeah, sorry guys, that was a bit of a misstep. All right, let's uh, you know, let's just do some shit that's kind of fun now. You know, it's still still in like the early twenties, sort of coming out of their shell a little bit. And I think now they're just sort of going, like, yeah, fuck it. Oh, I think I this think be games as a like the actual games themselves have matured again. Not across the board, there's still some real dumb shit happening. But games across the board have matured and mm-hmm. are more willing to go in some weird directions. However, games as a whole still very much in the adolescent phase. 
Yeah. Mm. And that's that's why I often say gamers don't serve games, because I see how we as a community sometimes react to to people within games and games themselves. And it's like, just stop. Just stop. Sending death threats is not okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. All that Especially to voice actors now, who literally just voiced a character. Yeah. Just just don't be shit. Now, speaking of the opposite of being shit. Kind of. What were your favorite games of the show? And also, what were your thoughts as a whole on the show? So give me give me that real quickly. What were your thoughts as a, as a whole? I um, felt flat. There was nothing bad, but there was no wow moment. I'm comparing this directly to the Sony one, which isn't fair because the Sony was a. They also announced the look of the of the box, which is which is a different beast altogether. But for the games. They had some wow moments. They had, holy shit, Mars Morales. Holy shit. Um, same with Horizon. That was my big wow moment for, this, for the showcase. This didn't really have it. I understand with a lot of Microsoft fans probably had it with Fable. Um, we knew Halo was going to get gameplay. That was kind of, we, we could see that coming. Other than Fable, it didn't really have the, oh shit, moment. Mm. Except for the um, X is going to give you to your thing, but that was a different sort of, oh, shit. That's <laughs> okay. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, um, yikes. From a, I guess, a more neutral point of view, because I'm not a Sony fanboy nor a Microsoft fanboy. Um, in fact, actually, the Wii as U a piece, <laughs> I, I, I'm proud of my Wii U. It's an excellent Netflix machine. All right? Watching Netflix on that little gamepad while you're lying in bed. Have you heard awesome. of a TV? But I don't. I don't like my TV. My TV's shit. <laughs> if it's shitter than your Wii U. <laughs> well, no. I'm just saying. Like, I can. I can lie in bed holding my game pad, you know, nice and comfortably, and not have to worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> going back to my actual point, um, as a more neutral, I guess, sort of point of view, maybe more of a PC gamer. Um, there's a lot of stuff in here that I think I want to see more. I don't think this was sufficient. This was like the appetizer. They, they did like, say that there will be another sh- I think there will be at least one yes. more showcase. Which- yes, and that's where I'm sort of hoping that more of this stuff gets explored. I think there was a lot of it which looked cool, but not enough to make me go, yep, that's it, that's what I want. Um, game of the show. Sorry, before we get to Game of the Show, we'll, go, we'll just go through our general thoughts of the show as a whole. Oh, also, I just want to expand uh, on one point you made sorry, really quickly. Um, the fact that there'll be more showcases. Yes. Let's just say there's one more showcase. Are they going to announce the new games here? Because if they just expand on the ones we've already seen, it's going to have no punch. Like, that's no. what happened to all of the trailers here, is we've already announced this, it has no punch, I've seen this already. They've bought, like, um, 15 game studios. They'll definitely show off the stuff they they're working on. But well, that's the thing, I'm what, super intrigued, like, what are they going to show? Because they've sort of played a lot of their cards here. I'm like, okay, the games that you're going to bring out next are going to be new IPs. Yeah, because you've sure. covered a lot of you, a lot of your bases here, That's and you don't good. want to retread that ground. So it's like, okay, so if you're gonna have another one of these, you've you've got to have a reason to do it. And I want something mm. new here. And also, they should announce the price in the next one. Oh yeah, and and release stand off because the fact they haven't still it's is annoying. annoying. <laughs> so annoying, Keelan. What did you think of the showcase? Um. So to to me, when I viewed this, this is a very clear statement from Microsoft saying like. Yep, we're releasing a console next generation, but that's not what we're selling you. We are selling Game Pass, and I'm okay with that. I want to see more Ooh. investment in what they they are putting in on Game Pass. I want them to get more 
not just first party titles on there at launch for the games if they can start doing stuff like that you have a customer for life and i think a lot of other people will feel that way too they've really shown the value of it um by by having that branding on every single trailer that they showed in this showcase optimize for series x world premiere um I think you're right here. I, I think a lot of the backlash that Microsoft's getting as a company as a whole right now is in part to their messaging as a company changing to be more game. We are Game Pass rather than Xbox. Mm. Um, so there is going to be that learning curve with, I guess, the wider gaming community of like, okay, this is what you're doing. I'm on board with this. At the moment, a lot of people don't know what's happening and they're getting mad because of it and they're being very, reaction- very reactionary online, unfortunately. Um. All right, let's start wrapping things up. There are the cat attacking Simon. It's not attacking see Simon. I love your cat. <laughs> no. Little glitch. Yeah, cool. with his wonky little mustache. Gillian, what was the game of the show? Um, game of the show. Look, man, I couldn't choose between two. It's between Avowed and Halo Infinite. Those both looked like games that I really want to sink my teeth into. That's it. Simon? Um, actually, Everwild. I think... I think the art style for that and the premise of that is something I'm pretty fucking keen on. Don't get me wrong, I think Avowed is a very close second because a great RPG like that would be awful. But yeah, I'm interested. I'm I'm more interested in Everwild right now. I think for me it would be um, the medium, which I believe I said with the last when the last yes. showcase when the medium was. Shown. Yeah, you did. The more I see the medium, the more I'm getting excited for it. But also, really, really intrigued by As Dusk Falls. Now, I have a big hope for it. I hope it's not a long game. I want to be able to play As Dusk Falls basically in one long sitting of like eight hours or so. Mm. Maybe a little bit less. That's how I want this game to be. But I'm, I'm very intrigued. This one just gave me enough for me to be like, oh, okay, you've got, you've piqued my interest. I mean, games like Avowed look really cool, but they are miles away. That could be, that could still, that could become a kart racer. Can I uh, just also compliment as Dusk Falls, the logo design is Holy shit. Holy shit, yes. Also, just the name of the studio, Interior slash Night, it's like a script. Ah, I love it so much. Mm. It's so fucking cool. All right, let's wrap it up there. Um, So if you want to listen to us uh, speak more about video games, go through some of the last few showcases which we've covered. We're on Spotify and iTunes and all other good podcasting services. So jump on, subscribe, and leave us a review. While you're at it, check out Fan Critical Podcast as a whole. There are a bunch of shows, and there's a bunch of shows in the works. You'll be hearing more about them shortly. Um, Give them a listen all on the same podcasting service. So that's convenient. If you want to get in contact with us, story mode video game podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Story Mode Gaming Oz and Twitter at Story Mode Pod and jump onto Patreon. Search for Fan Critical, chuck a few pennies our way. You'll get access, access blur, to extra shows and access to the Discord server run by our very own Pinecar and Simon Evans. I've called you Pinecar in four or five times in this show. Yeah. I make yeah, you well money on every single time. <laughs> I appreciate your commitment to the bit. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. That was a really good conversation. And I, I, I look forward to what's to come from these studios because I think we're going to get a few more of these showcases before the big launch dates come in. Mm. So, mm. Keelan, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Simon, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And everyone listening, thanks for joining us this week. Stay safe. Play some games. Go play Ghost of Tsushima. Go play, um, just go play some indie games. Mix it up this week. You know what I mean? Play something new. Whatever. 
All right. Peace out. We'll catch you next week. Little kiss to you. Little kiss to everyone. Bye. 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 Hey, mum, can we, can, can we get Thanos? Oh, no, we've got Thanos at home. <laughs>